Hello, and welcome to Spirituality for the Non-Spiritual. Today, we're going to be talking a little bit about how do we know if things are right, and how do we know, how do we discern if it's right for us. Sometimes we wander the earth until we are completely so lost that We don't even recognize the individual that we are anymore. And sometimes that can be from bad relationships, bad upbringing. A lot of the times that can make us feel really lost in our ideals and where we come from and how we wish to move forward from here. So it really wasn't until I found myself that I I learned what was really right for me. And self could be confusing for some that are a little new to this game. And that's okay. Uh, That's why you're here. Thank you for coming here. Uh, When I refer to self, I'm speaking of who you are at your roots, your soul, the real you. Without any barred without any holds without any input of anyone else to superimpose anything just you naturally uh for instance um something that can be carried uh is like being told that you were too loud in your childhood so as a kid you were you know told to be quiet because you were too loud or you know you were laughing and having a good time and it just annoyed the other parent and they told you to be quiet and to some this is like super simple and they're just like well my parent told me to be quiet and that's it just other people they're like oh they told me to be quiet that means that i was loud which means i was annoying which mean i should stop talking which would mean i probably shouldn't be laughing maybe I, maybe they don't like the fact that I'm having fun am I bothering them I would just get all of these thoughts in my head and it was just so hard to move forward and understand that it wasn't me it wasn't ever me and it wasn't ever my problem and it and I was never an issue who I was was never an issue and sometimes those thoughts, you know, for, for most of us, like for me, um, they, they just sort of travel with you, you know, throughout your life. And it's sort of this ammo that you use to beat yourself up. And I did it too. It's so horrible. You just, you, all these other people are constantly down on you and then you're down on yourself Who's in your corner? Who's here for you? Once you start bringing some awareness to the fact that there's nobody in your corner, then you start thinking of all those times that you fought for other people and you were in their corner. And you think about that and then you remember, where are those people? I need someone now. Well, that someone is you. You have to stand in your own corner and you have to tell yourself that 
you are great and you're going to be great things. Even when you're laying on the floor, crying in the bathroom because your life is falling apart and you have no idea what you're going to do. You have to believe that at the end of the day, you are going to be there for yourself and you will always know what to do. Some people that works and some people it doesn't. The next level of understanding is, you know, to get past this is is basically, as I said, looking at our parents as people because they didn't know any better. There was never a book. There wasn't a school that's like, go here and we will teach you how to raise children exactly as you should. And the answer is because there isn't. Because we're all different and we all need different things growing up. Sometimes when we're not taught proper communication, it becomes difficult in our, our, our adult life to communicate anything. Needs, frustrations, wants, happiness, anything. Everything becomes a trial to just say. And sometimes it's, it's hard. But we have to remember that because they weren't taught and also in combination with the fact that most of them do not realize the fact that they aren't healed from past things. A lot of them just shove things under the bed and then that's how they deal with their emotions. So that's how they teach you to inadvertently deal with your emotions. And it's not on purpose. It just happens. The biggest part is that we have to forgive them in order to properly move on. And and a lot of the times the forgiveness is really one-sided. Sometimes. Sometimes you get the ability to talk about things that happened and then sometimes they gain better understanding and then they can choose to be better. And honestly, I would choose to have that than someone who listened to me and would choose to continue to be different than anything else. I would rather have and, and, and love a parent that listened to me, understood me, and then said, you know, I hear you and you're valid and the things that you said to me are true and I'm going to think about them. We have to realize that sometimes, though, people are just not okay with hearing about stuff that they're not comfortable with accepting. And, and that's, we are the problem sometimes. Actually, all the time. We are the problem. <laughs> we can be the problem. Uh, but we also can be the not problem, too. And that's a choice. All of it's a choice, really. We can choose to be different, or we can choose to be the same. Uh, either way we're choosing and it's our choice. So as we get older, we realize it just becomes much harder to ignore all those self-taught thoughts that we have discovered, you know, uh, until we discover self, really. It's hard to ignore those thoughts because then when we discover self or us, who we are, we can acknowledge that those invasive thoughts are just thoughts and then we can start dismissing them one by one and not owning them and not saying that 
these thoughts are my own. No, just because they're floating in your head, it does not mean you have to bring light to it and own them as your own. Acknowledge that they're there and then just dismiss them if they're not your own. And if they are, then reflect. Why are they there? But until we start listening to that voice, you know, in, 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 in your head that we all have, you know, and, and that we all tend to ignore and it tells us what we really want. It's the voice in our head that when someone asks us a question, it's that first answer in our head. That's what we want. And most of the time we ignore that. We opt in for the second answer. Why? I do that. I bet some of you do it too. Some of us find our spirituality through being exposed to any number of of teachings that are really prevalent today, uh, such as teachings from philosophers, Sadhguru, uh, Deepak Chopra, uh, Rumi, I think I said that right. (laughs) There's many other people that teach us the important part about us, and and I call them mystical teachers because then you have other teachers that teach you other things but these teachers teach you about the importance of inside of you and and listening to yourself and learning about your souls or the core of who you are and they say that the better life is better lived when we ignore essentially what other people say it is we should do with our life a lot of the times we go to our friends, our family, and we tell them something exciting that we just decided to do with our life. And some of them either answer with a, why are you doing that? And then others are supportive. And oftentimes when we are telling people about something we're choosing to do with our lives, we're not telling them because we want them to know. We're telling them because we secretly want them to support us. And when they say anything but supportive things, it really hurts. But they don't know that. They don't know that because we didn't tell them. And and also sometimes we don't have to communicate that. Oftentimes that's something that we can try to fix ourselves. But the biggest part is that we need to recognize that we are the architects of our lives. We can choose how we want to live, and so many of us grow up wanting nothing more than to become who our parents were or weren't. We either use them as examples to fuel, we we use them as examples to fuel our lives. We either look at our parents and we say, these are aspects about you that I want to be, and then we say, these are aspects about you, unfortunately, I don't want to be. And everyone does it, and there's nothing wrong with it. And it doesn't mean that you hate or love them any less. It just means that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, and that's learning from your life. Your life is something to be learned from. It's not something that's used, it's not a tool to torture you. And people look at their lives as torturing devices. And oftentimes, they're being tortured by their own choices. And oftentimes, um, if they were to give, be given the option to choose different, they would choose different. Or they would continue to choose their sad choices because they don't know who they are without their trauma, without their, ba- their bad life. 
they don't know the healed and financially stable and life successful person. They don't know this person. And also because they don't know this person, it's very foreign and scary to them to even try to get their life together. A lot of people have anxiety over that. I had anxiety over that. I I thought if I had gotten my life together that I was just going to become somebody else. But that was just fear. That was just ridiculous fear getting in the way of me choosing to be better for me. So some, sometimes, you know, if we were given the time to think about what you know, our careers, oftentimes we would probably choose different. But I'm not talking about, you know, those students who have mounds of debt and they go to work happy. No, I'm talking about the people who have mounds of debt and they have a job they hate to add to it. So what happens if you find that, you know, this person is you? And oftentimes, our first career choice can be can be said that we were really interested in this line of work, which is really why you chose to dedicate years of your life to study. And you didn't waste any time. You were happy. Oft, often enough, we are given random opportunities, periods where we get new job offers, and life or the universe or God, whichever, you know, I'm not really picky, will literally go as far as letting you getting you randomly laid off from your current career in order for you to change the direction your life is currently heading in. And it is through this life happening that you either choose to make it make it make you better or make it make you worse. So you can you can choose to have getting fired or laid off from this job that you thought that you loved or that you loved. Um and you have to think, and you think to yourself, and you get down, and you just say, you know, wow, what am I supposed to do now? I'm lost. Or, or you can look at it and think, well, this really sucks. Acknowledge it for what it is. It's a shitty situation. It's really, really crappy getting fired and laid off from a job that you never expected to be laid off from. But again, there's always something to learn from it. And if you look at it from that point of view, it will change that negative life happening to a negative life happening with a learning experience. I'm sure a lot of you are like, but really, my life is really terrible right now. My current situation is not where I want to be, or I have so much guilt over things that I've done, or I have no idea how to move forward from my upbringing and I have no idea how to separate myself from my trauma and really it all just starts in that pretty little mind of yours we each day wake up and we find and we figure out how our day is going to go based upon how we feel And some of us quite literally wake up on the wrong side of the bed every single day. One piece of information for me that just blew my mind and really just made me so angry with myself was that not only 
are we the creator of our lives and what we make of it? We're also the destroyer too. Trauma, childhood, everything that life has put us through, some of us are destroyed by that. And some of us just, we just have this difficult time dealing with the fact that there's outside resources that have affected us as an individual. But the fact of the matter, the bottom line is, is that we chose for them to affect us in the way that they did. We chose to continue to wake up and think about why our parents didn't love us enough to give us enough anything. And we just tend to ignore the fact that at the end of the day, like I've said, our parents are just people that we deal with. So why was that such a big thing for me to get over? Well, it meant that my current situation I was in, the current ways that I was feeling, were all things that I chose to dedicate my time to thinking about. And I'm not trying to impose some new age philosophy or age philosophy of, you know, not positive vibes only and positive only and positive, positive, positive. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, is that oftentimes we choose to punish ourselves continuously for things of the past that affect us, yet we cease to realize that the healing doesn't need the other counterpart to acknowledge our feelings and emotions. Part of the healing and the moving on process is learning that we can heal ourselves without the other ever acknowledging it. And that's okay. A lot of us, we just have that hard time moving on from certain things that have happened to us. And we cease to remember the fact that from that day moving forward, we basically have a choice. We can choose to let our past break us or we can let it make us. But at the end of the day, there's always a choice. You always have a choice. And if you feel that you don't, I'm sorry to say that you do. And there's always a way to make your situation better. I mean, sometimes it's as simple as quitting your job, moving to a different state. Just know that you'll never find happiness within things. You'll never find happiness in a new place that you move to until you find it within yourself. So when you find that inner happiness and when you start listening to your inside self and when you stop punishing yourself for old habits or old ways of thinking and you start looking at yourself as this work in progress, this beautiful work of art in progress, then you also see that and you also realize the fact that you can create. You can choose at any point 
whether it's today or tomorrow, to wake up and go, today, I'm going to acknowledge the fact that I am not my thoughts. I am not my past. I am allowed to change to become a better person. And I am allowed to choose to be happy even if my past dictates that I should not. Even if my brain and even if that concept is so unfamiliar to me, I can say for sure that we are all ever so deserving of being happy and finding happiness and finding self-worth and looking at our situation as not a form of punishment, but as a learning situation, as a, as a ways that we can never hurt ourselves this way again. We can learn from our past. We can always learn from it. But that's if you choose to look at your past as not some baggage that you carry around. When you start looking at it as a storybook, as a picture book to be able to share with others, that's when the learning begins. That's where the knowledge and wisdom comes from. And I'm going to leave you with that. I thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to me. And I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day, night, wherever you are. As always, peace be with you and clarity be with you on your journey within.